Today is Tuesday, January 5th. The title for our devotional is A Living Sacrifice. Yesterday we saw the mercy of God as Paul outlines in his first 11 chapters, primarily chapters 9 through 11. Remember, that is the basis for his appeal that he is going to make to the Roman church. So we must start and dwell there on the mercy of God. We must do our very best to grasp the mercy of God in salvation. If we do not, everything else Paul says here is for naught. So if you haven't read or listened to yesterday's devotional, go back and do that one now. Romans 12, 1 through 2 says this, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Paul's appeal to them is to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. This sentence is just loaded with Old Testament references. Obviously, sacrifice is a reference to the Old Testament sacrificial system. Also, note that the word sacrifice is singular, while the other words leading up to it, you, brothers and sisters, your bodies, are plural. This means that he is calling them to all, collectively, present their bodies as a unified sacrifice to God. Paul is urging the various house churches in Rome, which are divided along ethnic Jew-Gentile lines, to be unified and to present themselves all as a single offering to God. Present is also a term that is used to describe one's religious duties to worship at the temple. You see Luke 2. 22 describes Mary and Joseph bringing Jesus to present him at the temple. Ephesians 5.27 references this. For Old Testament references, cease Numbers 16.9 and Psalms 5.3. The words holy and pleasing denote offerings at the temple as well. The sacrifices were to be holy, that is, set apart and spotless. And if they followed the requirements properly, those would be pleasing to God. The word living, in some ways, separates what Paul is talking about here from the Old Testament system of sacrifice. Obviously, a sacrifice would be living than not living after the ceremony. But I think what Paul has in mind here is more of the idea that Christians are alive to God in Christ. As he states previously in chapter 6, verse 11 and 13, and chapter 8, verse 13, our spirit has been made alive to God in Christ and we must offer our whole self to him in response and continue to live for him. It is also likely that Paul views the church and the work that he is doing as a fulfillment of Isaiah's vision in Isaiah 66. Isaiah 66, 20 says this, They will bring the remnant of your people back from every nation. They will bring them to my holy mountain in Jerusalem as an offering to the Lord. In the context, he's talking about the era of the Messiah and how all of the nations will be brought to Jerusalem. And he 
describes them as an offering to the Lord. The same language Paul uses here of living sacrifice. In the podcast that I've linked you to below for additional content uh, with the Bible Project, they'll discuss this connection in much more detail in the context of these verses. The word bodies here also implies the whole person. It doesn't solely refer to our physical, material being, but to our whole being. All of who we are, spiritual, emotional, physical beings, must be dedicated to God. The phrase, which is your spiritual worship, is a disputed translation. For instance, the NIV translates it true and proper worship. The New King James Version translates it reasonable service. So why the difference? Well, the term is often used by Greek philosophers to mean reasonable, but it is closely linked in a few extra biblical Jewish texts and in 1 Peter 2, 2 through 5 with the word spiritual. Correlation, however, doesn't seem strong enough to render the meaning spiritual. The meaning, therefore, is most likely something like reasonable or true and proper, as the NIV translates it. The idea that giving ourselves as a living sacrifice to God is the only reasonable response to the mercies that God has given his people. Paul here grounds our worship in everything that we do. It isn't just religious activities that constitute worship, but everything that we do, because all of who we are has been dedicated to God as worship and sacrifice to him. This, therefore, includes our work, our rest, our fun, our singing, our prayer, our Bible reading. All of it is worship to God. For additional content, I've linked you to a podcast from The Bible Project. Click on the link and check it out. Obviously, feel free to listen to the whole thing. But the section that's talking about the verses that I referenced here in connection to Romans 12, 1 through 2 and the living sacrifice idea is primarily from roughly 24 minutes and 40 seconds to about 39 minutes. So go ahead and give that a listen today if you have time. It'll add a lot of context and meaning to these verses. For reflection, think of the image that Paul presents here that would be in the minds of his readers, that you along with your community, together presenting your body, all of who you are, to God as an offering to him. That is a living sacrifice to him. You are offering to him your work, your treasured possessions, your money, your devotion, your thoughts, your service, everything. And you're doing this with your community of Christ followers in a unified, single offering.